KWTX Chief Meteorologist Brady Taylor talking with us right now. So uh, what comes next then maybe in the Dallas area when you have this flash flooding? Um, how does, do local first responders, um, anybody in that community deal with this sort of issue? What can we expect in the coming days potentially? You know, overall, other than, you know, a flash flooding went into some homes and stuff like that, there'll be some cleanup. Luckily for flash flooding, the long-term effects aren't as bad and any standing water should get absorbed pretty quickly by the dry conditions that we have. So we're, we're not expecting this to be a long-term flood event. The problem is though, we do have rain in the forecast pretty much the rest of this week. Uh, so it's, it's crazy to think that we've been as dry as we've been and we're flipping to flooding and excessive rainfall, but uh, we, we will get some time to dry out from this flash flood threat today, but uh, rain in the forecast uh, all this week and even looks wet into next week as well. I'm seeing headlines that say what we've seen in Dallas is a once in every a thousand year event. Is that a bit of an exaggeration or to an extent, is there some truth to that? It's definitely a once in a probably hundred year or okay. more. I mean, it, it could go down as the wettest day since wow. we've kept records. And then you really compress that into 12 hours. Uh, you know, as a perfect kind of a combination of events. We had a front that stalled out. You had that tropical system we were watching out in the Gulf that moved in. So that pushed a lot of moisture in. Uh, we've got an upper level low that's moving through. So all of that kind of collided right over North Texas and everything's moving slow. So we had just wave after wave moving through. And then again, you add the, you know, a major metropolitan area that uh, is known to have runoff issues and it just all collided in a yeah, very, very historic style setup this morning there for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. What's your message to your viewers when you have a threat for flash flooding? You know, it, it's there's the little saying, and it sounds cheesy, the turnaround don't drown. Uh, you know, it only takes six inches to a foot of water to move vehicles and start floating vehicles at times. So, you know, if you're driving somewhere, and that's why we talk about flash flooding, it, it rises quickly, but it drops quickly. You're never in a big enough hurry to get somewhere that you need to drive across roadways that have water over them. Uh, one, you don't know the depth. Two, you don't know how fast the water's moving. And then three, you don't know what kind of condition the roadway is underneath it. Uh, you know, it, it could have moved out part of the road and you don't even know. So, you know, turn around, find another way to get somewhere or just sit and wait until uh, the water goes down. You know, uh, we had issues in the DFW area of people going around barricades. Uh, you know, the first responders put that there for a reason. So, uh, you know, ne never go around the barricades, uh, never drive across water on roadways. And really most of the injuries and deaths that occur when it comes to flash flooding actually occur at night. So mm. you have to be driving at night. You need to be very vigilant and kind of know what roadways are like and have alternate ways to get to places. When you see those images of the flooding in Dallas or really anywhere when it's a result of flash flooding, are those the people you think of first, everybody driving at night, or who do you think of isn't most at risk when this type of thing happens? Yeah, you know, and that's the, the hard one for us in TV because those are the hardest sometimes to get, get information yeah. to. But uh, yeah, you know, most of our flooding concerns really here in Texas, we're not a area that's really known for your widespread, you know, river flooding that can flood a lot of houses. We'll have that happen some, but our biggest issue we run into is again, that flash flooding concern where we can get heavy rain in a short amount of time. So yeah, we always try to harp at people again. If you don't have to be out driving in it, don't, but if you do, you know, have multiple ways to get to places and you're never in a big enough hurry to risk your life or anyone else's in your car's life to try to get somewhere through a flood.
Brady, this has been great information about Dallas. Before we let you go, though, I want to ask about uh, the drought that we were talking about in the Waco area and much of Texas and really a good part of the western part of our country. What is the severity like where you're at and what is needed in terms of rainfall throughout the rest of the summer months and maybe into fall to potentially offset some of the, the issues that the drought has brought? Yeah, so most of our area is under an exceptional drought. That's the highest level drought that you can get. Uh, we've had, uh, heading into August, one of the driest and hottest summers that we've ever had. I believe Waco's at 63, 100 degree days. That wow. is the second most we've ever seen. Ties 19 to 80. Uh, very dry as well. Heading into the rain that we've been getting, uh, most of the data showed that we needed about 14 inches over the next few months to catch up and to eliminate the drought. Um, we will, this will help for sure. We've had several days of decent rain, uh, but this is going to be one of those, you, you don't really want all the rain at one time because it makes the numbers look better, but what our lakes and ponds and tanks and all that stuff need is good, slow soaking rain. Uh, and you don't want a one-time event that makes everything look better and then dry in between that. But hopefully we're seeing a pattern shift. Uh, it's kind of crazy. August is typically our hottest and driest month, but the last month that we actually had above normal rain was last year in August, and we're looking to be above normal again this year. So we're, we're kind of seeing a weird climate setup that we've actually had good rain and not bad temperatures the last two Augusts here in Central Texas. Now that's valuable information. Brady, anything else you want to add before we let you go here? No, just again, yeah, take, take it easy out there on those roads if you have to be out, and uh, hopefully we'll keep uh, the steady rain coming and not the flooding rains. Sure. Uh, KWTX Chief Meteorologist Brady Taylor, thanks for all this wonderful information. We really appreciate yep. it. Yes, sir.